Hey, happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. So if you want to know how to deliver exactly what your brides want every single time, then this episode is for you. Keep listening because it's taken me so many years to develop this foolproof method. And I've honestly seen like a 100% success rate since implementing this process. And this process even works with super indecisive brides who don't know what they want. We all get those once in a great while, right? And I typically don't talk about the artistry skills side of the business as much because I like to focus on the business strategies. But in this case, when I took a step back and really thought about it, it does affect your business. It's going to affect your success rate. It's going to affect your client experience and also your conversion rate. So I'm super excited to share with you my personal consultation process. You're listening to the Bridal Beauty Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Susan Telemontes. Here, we'll dive into business building and Instagram marketing strategies for the ambitious wedding hairstylist and makeup artist. So grab a notebook and a cup of coffee and let's dive on in. Okay, the first thing that I like to do is start off with some photos. Have them pull out photos of the hair and makeup looks that they would like and discuss the differences with them. Usually they'll have a couple of them so you can point out a few things such as um, if they say they want natural makeup then I like to point out black eyeshadow or smoky black eyeliner all those things that I think might contradict the natural look that they're going for Um, and that can that's just an example but you can use that for any type of makeup so anything that contradicts what they said that they want because a lot of times they don't even notice those things in the photos. So I kind of chat with them about that, see how they're feeling about that, point out a few things and take it from there. So of course the key here is listening to what they're saying. And I know you've heard that a a million times, but what I'm talking about is kind of like reading between the lines. As they're talking, you're getting an idea of what they want or what they don't want. So pay attention and really focus on what they're saying that they want and don't want. It's super important that we ask the right questions, right? So some of the questions that I ask is, what's their skin like? We all know that addressing the skin is going to be super important before we apply any makeup so i always ask what kind of skin do you have is it normal dry oily Um, do you get oily in the t-zone do you get dry in certain spots oily in certain spots so they'll usually kind of give me a rundown and if they don't know then that usually means that they have pretty normal skin because they would notice if they were super dry or super oily and if they're not noticing anything like that then they probably are more on the normal side Um, another question that I like to ask is if they prefer matte or dewy finish foundation and so a lot of times they won't know 
what, and this depends on your type of clientele. So some clientele might not know the difference between matte or dewy finish. So then you have to kind of describe it to them. And here's the thing, as you're talking to them, just keep in mind that they are not makeup experts and it's not their job to be a makeup artist or to know the terminology that we use and the differences between all these things. So it's our job to really simplify it for them and also help pull that out of them because a lot of times they don't know exactly what they want either. So they need our help as the professionals to kind of guide them, lead them, direct them, and and pull out what it is that they want and help them to figure that out. So matte or dewy finish is another question that I ask. Um, I also ask how much makeup do they wear on a daily basis? And that kind of tells me what their comfort level is like. And that's a good open-ended question. Usually they'll start to say like, oh, well, you know, while I go to work, I don't wear a ton of makeup, but on the weekends I wear foundation, blush, lipstick, and mascara. You know, they'll kind of list a few things and that gives you a better idea. Or sometimes they're like, oh no, I love makeup. I wear, you know, I wear a pretty good amount on a daily basis. When I go out, I get a little more glam and they're totally comfortable with like super glam makeup. So I love that question because it gives me a really good insight as to how comfortable they are with makeup. Um, And then that also, I also ask how much coverage do they want? And usually within that, those first couple of questions, I'll already know the answer to this. So you don't have to ask all of these, but this is just to give you some ideas of things that you can ask. So how much coverage do you want? Do you want light, medium, full coverage? If they don't know, you can start off on the lighter side, like light to medium, depending on the information that you've gathered from these questions, right? If you feel like this person like never wears makeup um, at all, like they're just not a makeup person at all, I would start off on the lighter side. And then you could go to medium if um, if you want to build upon that or if you feel like they want more coverage. But I would definitely start off on the lighter side. If it's somebody who loves makeup and she's not sure what she wants for that day, then she's probably okay with medium coverage. So I wouldn't start off with heavy full coverage unless they specifically ask for that. Okay, I know I'm going to lose a few of you, maybe a lot of you, when I say this next sentence. But sometimes clients aren't prepared with photos and this process will still work. I know, I know because I have a biz bestie who I know is cringing right now and she's probably, she's so adamant about photos, but you can still make this process work without any photos. And it might just be because my clientele, a lot of my clientele is more of the natural bride, so they don't wear a ton of makeup. And so they don't even know what to search when it comes to makeup photos. But the main thing you want to do, and this is probably one of the most important parts of the whole entire process, is to take it slow. So 
what I do is if they show me a photo of makeup that they want, I start off on the lighter side of that. So if it's a smoky eye, I start off with a lighter smoky eye. If it's full coverage, I start off medium coverage. If it's medium coverage, I start off light coverage. That way it'll give you room to slowly build and add until they tell you like, stop, this is perfect, don't add any more. And you'd be surprised, the reason why I do this is because a lot of times I get brides who want, they say they want natural makeup looks, right? And then they show us something like super smoky eyes or super glam and even in the process in the beginning you kind of point out like eyeliner and black eyeshadow and all those things they're like yeah sure that sounds good then if you start off on the lighter side let's say like browns instead of blacks and then show them the mirror they're like oh yeah this is perfect don't add any more so that tells me that if I were to do the full smoky eye, exactly what you said that you wanted, it would have been way too much for you. So starting off lighter is pretty foolproof. And here's the next process or next step to the process, I should say, is that you want to wait until you've done a pretty good base like you're almost 100% complete, except for there's no liner, no lashes, pretty much. Lips, foundation, contour, highlight, blush, eyes, eyebrows, everything else is like done, but there's just no eyeliner or lashes, so it's almost complete. And the reason why we wait until it's almost complete is they usually can't visualize what the rest of the makeup is going to look like. So I feel like in some parts of my career, maybe in the beginning parts of my career, I would show them like just eyes and they're like, uh, I can't visualize this or I can't give you any feedback because all I'm looking at is my pimples on my face. Like I need that covered up first, you know? Um, so pretty much almost complete. And then you could get real feedback from them. And so I, when I show them the mirror, I say, you know, this is what it's looking like so far. There's no liner, there's no lashes, but let me know what you're thinking so far. If it's too much, I could take some away. And by saying that sentence, it kind of puts their guard down. They're like, okay, I feel comfortable now because she just gave me permission to say it's too much. A lot of times people think that they can't say anything because it's already on their face and they think that it can't be removed. So um, I always give them permission to let me know if it's too much, I could take some away. If you want to add more, here's your options. We can go a little smokier, we can add more sparkle, um, we can add more blush, whatever it is that we talked about and kind of give them options. But um, really like communicating with them throughout the whole process, the beginning, the middle, like every so often throughout the process, it puts their guard down and it helps them to feel very comfortable with you. This way they can really express their feelings and we can fix whatever they want or make any adjustments that they want. 
And I think that that is super, super crucial. Okay, so now we're at the last part, which gets me super, super excited because it's my favorite part, which is the eyelashes. And I really like to break the eyelashes down to a science. I feel like the eyelashes can make or break the whole entire look. So it's super important that you're selecting the right lash style to match the makeup look, their natural eye shape, and their natural lashes. Um, Lashes come in all shapes and sizes, and they can really have a positive or negative effect on the eyes. So be sure that you are stocking your kit with all the styles. High quality lashes make a big difference in the whole entire look. And also having like a ton of variety, short, long, full, um, some just to add length, supernatural lashes, baby lashes, all the things. I forgot to mention that sometimes in the consultation process, I also ask how they feel about lashes, and that gives me an idea of what they want. So sometimes I have brides that are supernatural. And they're terrified of eyelashes because they've had a previous bad experience before. And where, you know, somebody put on like caterpillar eyelashes, super dramatic, super heavy. And so they're scared of that happening again. And so I have to make sure that I select something on the more natural side. So it's always good to have a little chat like that, and that can be done in the consultation process or when it comes to the eyelash selection process. But once you're done with eyelashes and you're, you've completed the look, you show them the mirror, you always want to ask if there's anything else that they'd like, any adjustments they would like to make, any changes, anything they would like to add, Usually at this point, if we've talked about something in particular, let's say eyebrows, they were worried about eyebrows being too dark or um, blush, they, you know, wanted more blush or they wanted a different lip color or something like that. At the end, I bring it back to their concerns and say, how do the eyebrows look? How's the blush? What do we think about the lips? Is everything good? And they usually say, yes, yes, you know, everything's great. And then that's when I kind of point out things. How about eyebrows? Yes, eyebrows are good. How about blush? Yes, blush is good. Okay. So again, it's just extra communication and really, really opening the door for them to voice their opinions, their concerns. That is the key to nailing their perfect look because When we hear about these situations where the bride um, said everything was great in person at the trial run and then you go home and they send you an email saying that they didn't like, like any part of it, a lot of times it's because they didn't feel safe or comfortable enough to communicate their concerns and to be honest with how they were feeling about the hair or makeup look at the time. So... Um, I feel like that is an important takeaway from this whole episode is to make sure that they're feeling comfortable, to make sure that they know that 
you can make any adjustments that they want and it's no big deal. So far, I mostly talked about makeup, so I want to go into hairstyling a little bit. Um, one thing that I like to do is take a look at photos for hairstyles, and photos really help with curl patterns. There's so many different types of curls, and selecting the right curl style can really change the whole entire look. Um, if they don't have photos, then that means that they're not super picky about the curl pattern. Um, so one other thing that is super important about creating the hairstyle is framing the face. This is probably the most crucial part of creating the hairstyle. You have to get the facial framing part correct. And so what I usually like to do is show them a visual. I'll show them the mirror and give them a visual of what it would look like if we left their bangs down, pulled to the side, pulled back. I'll walk them through some other facial framing options, give them an idea of like how much hair do they want to pull back. And a lot of times it can be like three different visuals. Like, do you want this much back? This much back? I grab a little more and then like grab all of it back. And then maybe some facial uh, framing curls, loose curls to frame the face. Um, a lot of times they won't know exactly what they want until they visually start to see it on themselves and that goes for hair and makeup so we can't really expect them to be able to communicate all these things like i said in the beginning that they're not in the wedding industry and they're not a beauty professional so <laughs> they don't know our terminology and sometimes just depending on their personality they might not even know how to communicate what they want um, there's all different types of personalities that we deal with, right? We have introverts, extroverts, um, whatever, whatever it is, but they're different personality types and some brides might not know how to communicate that and maybe they know how to communicate it, but they just aren't quite sure what they want. So really kind of giving them options, letting them see it on themselves on their own skin, on their own face, <laughs> with their own hair, because what looks good on the model on Pinterest might not always suit them, right? They have a different face shape, they have different skin tone, they have different hair texture. So it's really important that we fully customize this look to fit them and their needs and their wants. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. <laughs> I hope that this was helpful for you guys. This was totally different than what I normally like to talk about. So I hope that you found it helpful. And I have just been seeing a ton of questions out in the groups and in chats and online about this topic. So I thought that I should share my process in my 14 years of experience. I know it's been super helpful for me since I um, developed this process. So yes, thank you guys for joining. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please share it with a friend. Grab your biz bestie, send her a text, let her know where she can tune in for all the business building strategies for your bridal beauty business. 
Also, if you can leave a review, it's greatly appreciated. This is how I know which episodes you guys like. And don't forget to go to the show notes and follow me on Instagram. Tune in to the private Facebook community. See you soon.